Greetings. How are you doing? How's your fall going? I hope that you are experiencing career success, whether you are in a job or looking for a job. I hope that things are going as you would like them to. I want to let you know about a webinar that I have coming up on the 11th of January, so uh, next year for those of you that are listening to this in, in real time. And it's called The Three Things You Haven't Thought About for Your Next Job Search. So if you are in a job search, planning to start a job search in 2022, or just curious about what these things are that you're supposed to know, then I encourage you to sign up using the link in the show notes. I'm going to be giving you clarity around exactly what you're looking for in an employer. You know, after all, how are you going to know if you found your ideal employer if you don't even know what that is? You haven't defined it for yourself. You're also going to gain awareness of your values and skills. So you're going to really be able to be sure that an employer meshes with your values, appreciates your skills, and that you're able to use those skills. And a deeper understanding of your professional purpose, what contribution you are uniquely designed to make in this world. So I hope you'll sign up for the three things you haven't thought about for your next job search in January of next year. So today we're talking about how to prepare for the interview as an internal candidate. And this came up from, I don't know, I was on a, I don't know if I was doing a presentation or how this came up, but I remember distinctly that a gentleman said, he had asked a question about being an internal candidate. He said, you should do a podcast episode on that. So whenever I get those comments or just read something or think of something stopped at a stoplight for that matter, I write it down and make sure that it shows up on the podcast for you guys. So again, we're going to talk about how to interview as an internal candidate. And many of these things are, you know, applicable if you're not an internal candidate, but I'm taking it a step further for those specific things that are unique to being an internal candidate. So I've talked extensively about interviewing in other episodes and you can, you know, scroll through and find other interview episodes with specific focus. Um, this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. It's one of my favorite things to coach my clients on. And it was interesting when I did episode 200 recently and I did the 10 most downloaded episodes of the podcast, several of them, I couldn't help but notice they were interviewing. So I think that's what people are out in the zeitgeist looking for. And uh, I'm more than glad to give you that content. So, and by the way, next week, I'm going to talk about covering the different types of job interviews and how to prepare for those. So heads up on that. All right. So let's start about what you should do if possible before you even submit an application. So we're going to back up to you find out there's an opening or will be an opening in your company. You really want to be able to have an, in, an honest conversation with someone who can advise you. So this may be your boss. It may be a situation where you don't quite want to let your boss know yet. So maybe it's someone in HR. Maybe it's the boss in the new department that you would report to. But someone who can give you an answer as to what I'm about to suggest. You want to get clear direction from them on whether or not you should apply. So here's the problem with being an internal candidate. Sometimes companies will give internal candidates what they call a courtesy interview, even though they have no intention of moving them forward. I personally think this is a huge mistake because 
I think it sets up false expectations for the employee and it can lead to very, very hard feelings when they don't get moved forward. Um, my belief is that a company should not encourage or should not move an internal candidate forward at all unless they are a serious candidate because there's a real risk uh, and I've seen it happen more often than not, where the internal candidate who doesn't get the job, who was in the mix for some length of time, was in the in the running and didn't get the job, will end up leaving. It's just awkward and uncomfortable for them. They're concerned about how it will affect their relationship with the person who did get the job and all of that. So let's say they've told you that you would be a great candidate or maybe even, and this is in the case of a client that I uh, worked with this year, she was invited to apply by her direct supervisor and someone else who was in a position to give that kind of uh, input. So now what do you do? Well, the first thing I want to say is you want to make sure that your application materials are top notch. I've seen both ends of the spectrum. I've seen people apply internally, especially when I was in higher education, that turned in abysmal resumes or CVs if, if they were in, you know, professors or whatever. And they didn't prepare at all. They just figured that, you know, it wouldn't matter. It, it was only about their work history and their performance at the company to that date that would be evaluated. And while there's some truth to that, it is not entirely true. And here's the thing. If it were me, I want to give my best foot forward so that if they do reject me, at least I know I didn't sort of cause that, right? There was nothing in my materials, in my preparation that would have given them reason to disqualify me from the running. So I want you to follow the same protocols that you would if you were applying externally and also the same courtesy. So sending thank you notes, keeping in touch with whoever is kind of the point person throughout the process, responding quickly to any requests for additional information. So in that regard, I want you to treat it as though it were an external application. I also, I want to come back around to this thought that the employer will be more focused on your performance than how you perform in the, in the application and interview process. And that is often true, right? So they, in many cases, the person in the room personally, or one of the people in the room knows your work performance. If not, it's very easy for them to get some inside intel from people who you have worked with at the company, perhaps your current boss. So there's a lot of truth to that. But again, you want to make sure that you're not giving them any cause for, for pause by having poorly written application materials or not preparing for the interview and any of that. So I want to talk about now the interview itself. And here are some strategies for specific interview questions where I see clients that I'm working with kind of get tripped up about the internal, being an internal candidate. So the first one is that first question that I always ask my clients when I'm prepping them for interviews and is a very common interview question. Tell me about yourself. You have to approach this question differently as an internal candidate. So there's two scenarios here. There's a scenario where you're in an interview with someone who knows you and you know them, or maybe you know you're in a group interview. There's several employees in there with you and you know at least, you know, some of them. Then, you know, you you have to really kind of judge the room 
um, it in many cases, especially if they know you, it's weird for you to come in and say, hi, I'm, you know, Sue Smith and I work at ABC Company. Well, duh, right? So it really does depend on your relationship with them. You certainly wouldn't need to tell them that you work at ABC because they know. But you could say what your current job title is, maybe who your direct supervisor is, if they don't know you well. So my name is Sue Smith. I work in the accounting department. I work directly with John Jones. Um, I've also held the following titles in the company. So you can kind of give them a little background about your work in the company. The second thing I want to say is you want to tell them things you probably, they probably don't already know about you. So when you think about how do I talk about kind of the past, present, future that I've talked about in other episodes, what do I tell them about my past that they wouldn't know? What certainly with my present where I'm working in the same company as them, what can I tell them that they don't already know about me? Is there a project I can talk about? Is there um, an initiative I'm working on? Am I maybe with them doing some things like we're on a committee together and maybe they don't realize I'm on that committee with them. It's that kind of thing. Next, I want you to think about how you can use the fact that you're an insider to your advantage. So whereas you would never want to use your company's lingo in another company, it would fall flat. You definitely want to use company lingo terminology, you know, initiatives, focuses of the group uh, of the company, organizational goals, those kinds of things. Not so that you come across like a know-it-all, but just because you do know those things and you are part of them. And so it's not like you're boasting or bragging. It's very matter of fact. The next kind of interview question that I want to touch base on are behavioral questions. And I've done episodes specifically on behavioral interviews and how to approach the preparation for those. So go back and check those out. But what I want to say about this in regards to being an internal candidate is that, again, you want to be just as prepared as if you were an internal candidate, an external candidate. But a couple of things are are really important. You want to make sure that you give credit where credit is due. Now, I, I am not saying, don't hear me say, that you shouldn't give credit where credit is due when you're interviewing externally. It's just that they're not going to know those people. So there's really no sense to say, I worked on this project with John Jones and Sue Smith because an external company wouldn't know those people. But internally, you want to say, and you may know, you know, John Jones and Sue Smith from the, the finance department. I worked very closely with them on that. The other thing you want to be very careful to do in all interviews, but especially an internal interview, is not to exaggerate your role in the project. So give yourself the credit that you are due, but don't overstep that and be very careful, particularly careful about that in an internal interview. The next area that's a, a, a bit of a challenge for an internal candidate are the questions to ask the interviewer. So here again, you want to use your internal company knowledge to ask well thought out questions. So you cannot, if you are also interviewing externally and you have canned interview questions, again, I will, dis I will discourage you from doing that. But if you have been doing that, that's not going to work in an internal situation. You just can't be canned or generic. So ideally what you want to do is say, so let's say your question is 
about um, your role in a new initiative that the company is is doing. And you understand that in this new role, you would have a role to play in that initiative. So it might sound something like this. Uh, as I was looking through the description for this job, it mentioned that I would have a role to play in the XYZ initiative that I am familiar with. And I'm wondering, could you could you um, go into a little bit more detail on what my role would be with that initiative? So just make sure that, again, you are leveraging that internal knowledge as you ask questions and that they're not um, canned generic interview questions. This is a quote from Indeed.com. When applying within a company where you already work, you should be prepared to talk about what motivated your change, particularly if the move would not be a promotion. So in other words, they're going to ask you a question, and I'm going to address this in a minute, some of the questions they might ask around this. But they're going to want to know, why do you want to change? Why do you want to leave the accounting department and come over to marketing? Um, the person questioning you will be aware that you are already familiar with the ins and outs of the company, or they may already be aware of interdepartmental differences. Be prepared to answer in-depth questions. So let's talk about that a minute as far as why you want to leave. You, and this is a, always the case with interviews, you never want to say anything negative about your boss, your former boss, your company, your former company. You don't want to throw anybody under the bus because you never know how closely they are connected to the people in the room that you're interviewing with. This is particularly true with an internal situation. So you really want to think through how can I pose this in a way that doesn't throw them under the bus. So let's just take the scenario that Everybody in company knows the accounting department is just in a mess and everybody knows that the supervisor is being, you know, shown the door and you're leaving because you just can't work with that individual anymore. They know that. You don't need to say it. So you might say something like, um, honestly, I'm really looking forward to a new change. I would like a new environment. I'm really excited to do A, B, and C in the marketing department, right? So we're not going down the road of what all's going on there if we can help it. Now, if they push us, we're going to find a way to put a, a more positive spin on it. Um, you know, so in that situation that I just laid out for you, you might say something like, well, you may be aware we've had some challenges in the accounting department and um, Don, Jones is leaving soon. Um, and in light of all of that, I've decided that I really would like to challenge, to try something new in the company, but I really would like to stay with ABC company. All right. So here are some internal candidate specific questions that you should be prepared to answer. And I'll illuminate some of these, but some of them are just really what we've already talked about or things that you have to think about for yourself. Why did you decide to apply for a new position with the company? We just talked about that one. What experience within our company has prepared you to assume a new role? Just take that as an, a behavioral question. Give them, um, you've heard the star story. I've talked about that. I call them Carl stories, challenge, action, result, lessons learned. But you want to talk about and, and be prepared to talk about different projects you've worked on, initiatives, people you've managed, um, tasks that you've done to illustrate your preparedness for this new job. 
what would you do to help your replacement should you move on to this position? So it, that's a question of transition and, you know, keeping things moving in the old department. Should you not be selected for this role, how would it affect your current job? And so this is another one where you want to be honest, but just not totally honest. So, you know, I might say something like, um, I would be more than willing to give the person who did get the job every benefit of the doubt um, and assume that they're going to do a fantastic job. I'm going to trust that the company made the decision that was the best decision for the company, and I'm going to continue to do the best job that I can in my new role or in my old role. Uh, what is your proudest accomplishment with the company and how does it demonstrate your readiness for this new role? So it's very similar to what experience within our company has prepared you to assume a new role. Tell me about a time with the company where you received a special commendation for your work. Now, that could be a minor thing where the boss gave you kudos. It could be a letter that you got from a higher up, but it could be also an, a formal award that you received. Um, and again, tell me about a time is always a signal that it is a behavioral question and you should answer it with a star story or a Carl story. What is the first change you would make to the way this position is currently being carried out based on your experience at the company? I think that's a great question and it's one that you should be thinking through regardless of whether they ask you about it in the interview for your own benefit. You really want to think about changes you'd want to make. Um, you know, new directions that you'd want to go into. What do you want to keep? What do you want to move in another direction with? Have you spoken about the position with your current manager? If so, what did they say? Again, if there is an issue with the manager and the manager is in fact the reason that you want to leave that department, you could simply say, I haven't, I will at the appropriate time. And if you have, of course, you just tell them what you said. And the, the last point that I want to make here is to prepare yourself for criticism because these are internal interviews with people who have either worked directly with you or they've worked with someone you've worked with, that kind of thing. They are going to be aware of any dinks in your employment record. So no one has an, a, a perfect employment record. So you want to be prepared for some of those mistakes to maybe come out to light. That project that failed that you were heading, the, you know, I don't know, maybe an extended absence that they want to ask you about, um, why you didn't, you know, you haven't moved up quicker in the company, could be anything like that. So you want to be honest, but not completely honest, right? You want to take ownership of the mistake and then use, use the time to talk about what you've learned since joining the company. So, you know, I, I, let's start that over again. I didn't like that. These things are going to happen. So the first thing I want you to do is take ownership of the mistake, the misstep, the bad decision that you made. And then you want to talk about what you've learned from that situation. So you can turn that from a negative to a positive. Explain what happened, what went wrong, and how you will avoid making that same mistake again. And of course, the learning that you got from that. And whatever you do, you want to avoid becoming defensive or just start blaming other people. Again, really take responsibility for that. 
I hope this has been helpful in thinking about internal interviews. They are a little bit of a different beast. I remind you about the webinar on January 11th. I know that seems like a ways away, but it's not. Uh, you can sign up for that now using the link in the show notes. It's called The Three Things You Haven't Thought About for Your Next Job Search. And uh, I'll see you next week. Take care.